The episode this week is sponsored by the Nows Hotel Macduff. Situated on the beautiful Murrayfirth coast in Aberdeenshire, the Nows Hotel and Restaurant in Macduff offers a stunning setting with ocean views in which to relax and enjoy an overnight stay or simply a delicious meal with friends and family. A warm welcome is assured at the Nows Hotel by Wayne, Linda and the whole team. The chefs use lo- fresh local produce to delight your taste buds with their exquisite menu. And if it's a cocktail you're after, they can provide that too. To contact the Nows Hotel, simply call 01261 458000 to make a reservation or email any inquiries to info at thenowshotel.co.uk. The Nows can also host and cater for your wedding day or any function in their suite or more intimate gatherings within their conservatory. Visit their website or get in touch for more details. was the night before Christmas, around Banff and Macduff. Last orders had long been called. The pubs had seen enough. The castle doors were shut. The seafield stairs mopped clean. Father Christmas fled the spotty bag shop with a bargain from Des Jean. Silence descended. Everywhere was left in the dark. But a glimmer of light, glowing brightly, beyond Canal Park. Lit up by the record button sits a local visionary with much to say, a floundering goalkeeper turned podcast founder by the name of James McClay. From his ladies bridge home he has a gift to share, the kind that keeps on giving when broadcast on the air. A goodwill message spread over the world, not least a special little pocket in Scotland's beautiful northeast. From Dundee to Bucky they came, keen to tell their story, desperate for a moment in his company, longing to relive their still cherished glory. He welcomes them all, extends a mic and gives them a platform to converse, delves deeply into their past, it's captivating, it's heartwarming and only occasionally perverse. Born from a love of football, which still lies at its core, but it's a journey that defines it, not the final score. It goes beyond Canal Park, so it stands to reason. This is a podcast for life, not just another season. Fill your stockings, fill your boots, fill your ears and fill your hearts. Fill your life with this podcast and earn it promotion in the charts. If you do one thing this Christmas, then give this a try on Anchor, on Apple, on Google or Spotify. Keep your loved ones close, enjoy Christmas, stay happy every day and savour the good times beyond Canal Park with James McQuay. There are probably a record number of swears in this episode for reasons that will become clear soon. If you can't stand rude words... Even in the name of art, turn off your device now. Welcome back, folks, to the Beyond Canal Park podcast. A somewhat festive special to bring you this week, because it's the last one to be released before Christmas. Don't forget that there is still time to enter the January transfer window competition. It's £5 an entry, and that gets you into all 31 draws. Lots of super prizes available from signed memorabilia, 
to uh, local food vouchers at hotels, drink prizes, the lot, prize every day in January. Now, we have already heard a Christmas message from this week's guest, but in case you hadn't guessed, I'm joined this week by Matthew Kinghorn. He talks to me about growing up loving playing football with his mates, how tragedy has shaped his life, great times winning trophies with Devon's side, and of course, the successful spell as a Highland League winner with Devon Vale. Matthew also talks about his ever-growing interest in the arts of poetry and writing, and shares some exclusive works with us along the way. Matty, of course, names his best 11 that he played with, and here's what he had to say. Beyond Canal Park. It's a great pleasure to have a guest on today who I've known for many years on and off since primary school. A talented man at whatever he turns his hand to, be it football, poetry, writing books or music. A Highland League winner with Devon Vale and a league winner with Devon Side. Matthew Kinghorn joins me this evening to chat through his varied and successful life in Fitba and beyond. Been trying to get you on for a while. Matty, you're finally here. Uh, James, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Thanks so much for inviting me on. It's well, you've dodged it a few times, but Series 5, we've finally got you. I think I've been trying since the first team. Oh, well, good on you, man. Uh, fair play <laughs> for sticking in. But um, yeah, it's a treat to be in the studio, man, and uh-huh. just looking around here and so much photos of yourself with the enthusiasm that you've poured into this podcast <laughs> with the Bamf's number one podcast banners all around your house. It's a, that's uh, it's that's a, why your wife's not here. <laughs> it's a joy to see, man. But uh, no, nah, it's a real pleasure to do it, man. Um, I've listened to so much of your podcast, and I think they're really awesome, man. What you've done, uh, the joy you bring to people, and I guess in the times we live in now, uh, I really enjoy the people that have created something to give people a little bit of distraction. And you've done that uh, time and time again, man. And like I say, I really enjoyed them. I, Quite often, I'm, when I'm running, uh, listening to you, hearing you in my, my ears, and your personal best that day. Then no, no, I'm often, <laughs> I'm often stopped in my tracks. But uh, I think one in particular, I think the episode you did with Martin Johnson, I, oh, I, I, I started to stop and listen to that one. I just thought that was a stunning episode, man. I just thought he came across brilliantly. Yeah. Know, what a guy! Like, I wanted to basically phone him and be his friend, but I was like, it's going to be a bit strange. I think he'd be all right with you. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you can feel in touch, man. Yeah, it was sweet. Brilliant. Uh, well, uh, you've been creating as well through this lockdown. We'll, we'll come on to that later. But I was like my guest to take them back to the early days. Far the love of football began and, and, and life began for you in McDuff. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what a place to grow up. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, you spent a bit of time there. You sometimes put on the Pertzoli shirt when you fancy it, but I remember you uh-huh. in McDuff days. McDuff uh, originally. Yeah. Uh, no, it's such a familiar tale with... A lot of your guests that have been listening, it just starts off with young lads and it's what you did in Macduff before you were, um, well, when you were still too young to jump in the harbour, jump off rocks, you, you were okay <laughs> to play football. Okay. And it's all we did, early days in the garden with my my brother, Andrew, would have done it. Mm-hmm. The classic, uh, there's a crack in the garden wall, so that made one post against the <laughs> other side. Um, 
and we just did it constantly. We played in the Legion next door, smashing balls off the doors, much to the annoyance of the people in there at the time. But <laughs> it's just what you did, and then you progressed to go in your own garage door. You smash it off that. If the mm-hmm. garage door opened, you would hammer the ball through there and possibly break everything in it. So <laughs> now as a father, I can understand how incredibly annoying that is. Uh-huh. But at the time, you don't think of those things. But <laughs> yeah, man, it's just as you would have done yourself and so much of your uh, listeners Aye. just... Got a football, played it all the time, uh, broken up only by what sporting event was on mm-hmm. in the TV at the time. If Wimbledon was on, then the rope went across the street. You uh-huh. played tennis, if cricket as well, occasionally, I must admit. Like, Don't you hunt any stunts. sports? Well, like... it's just what you did, like, when it was on, man. And it, it was all good, man. It was all good fun. And did it at school and your playtime, you started the game, dinner time, you basically <laughs> finished it. What was the second score? half? Right? Yeah, you carried on. <laughs> And then whoever went home for dinner, when you came back, you just joined in playing football. But it was playing with your friends, man. It, uh, it, it, I see with mine at school, it was probably you and Simon and Nermal against the rest, was it? That's kind of what seemed to happen. <laughs> but if my, my dad came home from sea and took me for like a baker's lunch, then I'd be like late back, so they'd be already <laughs> like, all day. <laughs> engrossed in the game. Then you'd just come finish off your yum-yum and then start playing football again, man. So that nah, was a treat. Uh, Quality. And yeah, it was about at the time for... The big break between Lions doing cults and stuff, mm-hmm. I was uh, on the go then. Yeah, we went Lions at the time, but it was just, again, you were you didn't worry about the politics at the time, maybe something you would be aware of now, but uh, you just played football with your pals, that's, that's what it was all about, playing Aye. galas on a Saturday, and do you remember the indoor... I played the night, it was brilliant, a Sunday uh, morning, was it Saturday morning? I think it was a Saturday morning. Uh, it was, it was quality, just the, the uh, community centre and Banff. That's it, and you like... Um, Ate about four thousand pounds worth of penny sweeties, <laughs> and then you That's got to shout. Half a peach. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to shout, "You're on!" And you just like jumped over the barriers and like gave it your all in like a game of fives, and it was uh, when you scored, it was like banging on the boards. I guess uh, it was equivalent to was playing the um, Boca Juniors kind of atmosphere. <laughs> like it's just, but, uh, nah, First time I ever came across gamery teams, and that. Yeah, they had a sprinkling of awesome players. Right. I went on to play with in my school days. They just kind of produced a batch at one Sweet. time and dropped them into the same age group. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was good, man. But um, uh, I've actually I did a little poem just tailored around this because uh, uh-huh. I love writing poems, man. It's my thing. And yep. this one was written just for this podcast. Exclusive. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, for Beyond Canal Park. But just uh, because I listen to so many. Your guest doing the same thing of mm-hmm. playing football with young kids, and so this one's quite simply called uh, "Football Kids." So I'm going to try oh, over yeah. the over the course of this podcast to do three poems to try and get people to just enjoy poetry. So this is attempt number one, James, and this I is uh, take it away. I'll mute myself so I don't interrupt. Okay, this is uh, "Football Kids" for James in the Beyond Canal Park. The doorbell rings. You come into play. Back for supper, mum? Aye, okay. Who's all out? Give him a shout and we're swinging by on the way. We're headed to the park from daylight till dark. You got a decent ball. Edge of town, jumpers down, a wee bit back from the wall. Headers and volleys, supermarket trolleys, the pitch is covered in shit. No sliders, please, you'll get shite on your knees. Why don't we just move over a bit? Wimmels are pairs, World Cup despairs. Who is turning their back? Dish out the numbers. What number were you? Is anyone keeping track? I'll pick, you pick, you pick, I'll pick. I guess that means you're with me. Watch out for holes. Who's going in goals? Is it one and in? Nah, let's do three. Goalie gloves. Goalie gloves. 
Has anyone got a pair? No blasters then, especially for a pen. Hold on, he's got Sandicos over there. And there was always one lad, and for that we were glad. All the gear, full strip, head to toe. Thank you for your support. Intersport, shim pads, socks pulled up, on we go. Top of the town against bottom of the town. The fixture played the most. That was in. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was in off the post. No poaching allowed. Imaginary crowd. We're the next, Ian Jess. 4-all. 4-3. Nah, 4-3 to us. The correct score was anyone's guess. But that was just patter. It didn't matter. It was playing with your pals that did. Next goal's the winner, then home for your dinner. It's just how it was as a kid. Ah, nice. Brilliant. A lot of memories coming back, yeah. Ah, it's just it's just what it was. It's that was it. That was life. Every night. Pretty much, man. Yeah. <laughs> a joy. Good memories, man. Good memories. Laughing and joking with your pals though. Aye. It was time to go home. Yeah. I was I was mine. Well, you were obviously a year above me. I was mine. It was you and Simon Kidd and Nermal were were the three that were sort of talked about the the main players. In our school, yeah, yeah, um, Decky Mayer, he was in our team. Decky, yeah. Uh, Neil Anderson, and my had Bopper. Bopper was. He's, he listens. He's an avid listener. He's what right. a man. He is a great lad. He gets in touch. Yeah, he, he, he ordered some books out in New Zealand. Oh, so I'll tell you what, he's a top guy. We were at the Euros. Looked at uh, he PayPal'd like Das fifty quid so we could get some beers on him. Ah, he's some man. Nah, <laughs> great he's, guy. He's a lovely lad. He's going to head home next year. So hopefully, oh, we'll brilliant. Be we'll get to catch, catch up. up in there. Yeah, nah, sweet. But. Uh, and we had some lads as well. Or Civi was like um, our drama correspondent, so he often commentated <laughs> on the games when he got bored of the football. But uh, it all added to the atmosphere at the time. Yeah. I remember like Alan Reed being a bit of a sweeper playmaker. I don't know. I'm not sure how long his football career lasted. It was probably even shorter than mine. I would say. <laughs> but nah, good memories, man. Playing with your pals. It's uh, just how it was. And uh, you mentioned David. Uh, you also two. You're the youngest of three. You two other brothers. That tough it toughen you up as well, the, did, or did they did they really into football? Uh, Andy, Andy, Andy Wade, he often tells me he would have been the better player, of course, by a long way. <laughs> had he not had to get a Saturday job, and uh, I played against him on an Astro, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he maybe lost a yard of pace by you. No, but even even now, he'll still tell people uh, what a player he was. I, I did sco- uh, see him score a screamer one time. He often talks of it, but uh, my oldest brother Richie, he was never. Uh, too keen on the football he nah. scored an OG at Scouts once and that, that ended was, um, his career but uh, nah, he, was, he was often too cool to play with uh, the two little brothers rushing around pretending to be someone or not uh-huh. okay. um, now nah, it was a nice upbringing man um, Aye. You know, joyous times as a, a wee family um, so, your mum and dad didn't the football I was, I was so lucky man um, the times we shared with my mother my father um, mm-hmm. yeah beautiful times beautiful memories always um, my mother I guess was busy working. My father, like your dad, he was at fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so lucky having the upbringing in McDuff that I did with my mother and my father, who were very supportive throughout of anything we did. Um, my dad was obviously um, a hero, as uh, is, is so often the case for young young guys. But uh, and it's actually a joy to see the relationship you have um, with your dad, man. It, it makes me smile just when I hear you talk of him. But for me and my family, um. Uh, our life kind of changed when I was 13 years old uh, my father uh, he, he had an accident at sea and he was actually um, knocked overboard and, and he was killed at sea uh, it's something I constantly think of um, always uh, something that shaped my life shaped the person that I am uh, I'll never forget my mother coming in to tell me 
what had happened. I don't know how she did it. I still don't know. I don't know how she coped and how she still copes. Um, being a father now, it, it stuns me. Mm. Uh, Incredible I, strength, basically, stepping into both roles. From my mother, unreal, mm-hmm. unreal. I'll never and will never meet anyone like my mother. Um, but now as a father, it's like, it's it stuns me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all going to be... It's nearly 30 years, James, since Aye, my father yeah. died. And every day, every morning, every step I take, I constantly think of my dad. And with my kids now, when they shout, Dad, it's it's unreal, the, the impact it has on you. And it's, you're striving every day to be like the dad that he was to me. And it, it dictates my so life. It shapes how you are as a father. And then you don't take it for granted, like maybe me and John maybe do take, take it for granted again. No, nah, I mean, every, every situation's unique, like James, but... Um, yeah, of course, the bond I had with my dad, it's, it, was, it was unreal. And it, he's my total hero, so mm-hmm. I just aspire to be him. He's such a, a strong character, but a lovely, lovely man. And the way he treated his his wife, my mother, and us, it's all I want to be as a father and a husband. And, and I hope I do my best every day uh, to do that. But I remember my father came to football when he was home from sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, one story in particular, just in primary school, and mm-hmm. um, he used to take those... Those wooden rattles, do you remember the wooden Aye. rattles? Like, and, and Nate, that was it. Nate the bone of me. Not the bone of me, but I was playing a, I was playing a team in Bucky when we did like sevens, and I just Sorry. remember my father at the sidelines, like, and that was when, I don't, don't think fathers went too wild, but he just like wound this rattle round and round, and it's like, it's going to be shouting, come on, the boys. And like, I just remember the Bucky lads going, who is that? On the sidelines, like, whose dad is that? But I was so proud. It was like, that's, that's, my, that's my dad. Like, he's uh, he's working his rattle. Like, so, oh, that's a treat, man. But, Golly. Yeah, no, nah, just um, now, like, being a father basically is is my life. It's, be- it's become my life. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it takes what I do. It dictates my every thought. But um, strive, strive to do the best that I can. Uh, the thing that scares me the most now about being a father and me growing up is I have these memories of my dad um, and I hope they don't fade. Mm-hmm. That's my that's one of my biggest fears because I've got like 13 years of memories uh, and, yeah. and I hold on to them. Uh, I hope they last. So for my kids, mm-hmm. I created this little piece of like work poetry and pictures that charted their early beginnings. So yep. when they get older, they'll always have this little piece mm-hmm. um, to look back on and remember what it was like growing up. Yeah. Uh, with me as our dad and it'll be for us as well for me and Ellie and we'll look back on that in time uh, too I'll just tell you one wee story about the sum up you know dad <laughs> uh, I know it's probably uh, a little segment from your football stuff that's alright though uh, it's a nice one in a way uh, I think Ellie was away <laughs> she was away in a hen and I was left with the two girls and our oldest was in the the top bunk and my wee one was in the bottom bunk and I just remember like I was I was like feeling very proud of myself, had them both down for the night, <laughs> relaxing uh, uh hands behind the head kind of stuff, like smiling away. And then I just got the call from my eldest, that call when you know you're already too late. And she just like <laughs> uh, projectile vomiting from the top bunk and it was like spraying everywhere. So I ran through and I like scooped her up and then she was like sick all through the house. I got her into the the bathroom and just in time to, she was like dad I need the toilet too I was like awesome so I just like pulled her pulled her trousers down just in time for her to be sick and start a wild uh, dose of diarrhea at the same time uh, so I was stuck there with her and then just at that point um, I heard my littlest one get up and then she'd found the puddle of sick in the bedroom so she started playing in there and I was just like 
oh, well, what that awesome night. So yeah, just both in the shower, <laughs> got them both in bed. And I remember Ellie phoned the next morning. I was like, how was the night? Oh, so, magic. Oh, one, of, one of the best. <laughs> but even now, looking back, man, it's it's a crazy eight of time. But oh, wow. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's all part of the roller coaster. And it's, oh, it's great fun, man. It is, really is. That's great. And uh, you, you talked to her about, that was the baby in the bard stuff, wasn't it, that you, you created for, for them? It, it, it's amazing, really, that you've done that, but now you struggle to get an album. I thought, is it good for my second? <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Nah, it's just a little piece I'll always be happy with, and I hope in time they'll enjoy it uh, when they look back and come to me. Um, uh, but doing that in, in memories from a kid, one thing I remember, if football was involved from mm. when uh, getting over initial stages of when my father died mm-hmm. my pal um, Nerm or Chris as he calls himself now in his new life down in huh? North Berwick he he was one of the, my first pals that came to see me after my father died and this is the beauty of football one mm-hmm. of the things we did was, was play football together and we did it in my mother's garden we had this little bit called a sports arena with just a patch of grass <laughs> and uh, I remember now and it still annoys me to this day that I was so angry I just remember kicking the ball continually into the field again and again and Chris just kept getting it back and, and I would kick it again and uh, I spoke to him about this as an adult it's difficult to remember we are growing up now and mm. I just said no I, I feel so bad that I just kicked that ball continually <laughs> into that field and he just said to me hey man I would keep getting it back if you kept kick it a hundred more times Aye. and we're still pals now and so. that's um but yeah, football, and then just keep playing. Um, yeah, you don't even have to speak; just be there. Kick so. it a bit. I think <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Mum, I uh, yeah, mum, I went to watch you when you were playing football as well. So I always used to meet her at a veil and stuff. So she kept following your journey, obviously. She, she did. She, loved she, the loved, she did. She she enjoyed it, and she liked the banter as well. She liked going and hanging out with the other parents and um, <laughs> enjoying enjoying the chat, hearing the people on the sidelines. I, think so. uh-huh. I remember she took us to Petodri as young kids I think she got more enjoyment watching the crowd than she did the actual game but <laughs> it was all part of the atmosphere man it was um, it's all good so yeah Aye. so uh, growing up obviously in, in academy football continued and obviously must have been a product of the, the Stuart Nielsen factory at Banff Academy indeed I was <laughs> and uh, I found it uh, quite amusing listening to some of the, the guests you've had on because I think every year must have been convinced that oh, they were the best. The best. Right. <laughs> I find it because, I mean, for years, me and Daz speak about it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we, we were easily the best and most successful team. And it came as quite a shock to find out that there was... Like that, I but they actually got further than us. How did we miss that? And like, I think even your year. We got the semi, aye. I which I couldn't the, believe. The year after you left, probably. I was in sixth year. That'll Ended up why, in aye. a semi-final. Of the Scottish? Aye. Yeah, nah, it's... Got beat up at Ross County. I'll probably just wipe that from my memory, to be fair, and just stick by our story. <laughs> to be fair, most of our team are in fourth years, like Stevie Watt and it. <laughs> ah, okay, well, we had, we had uh, we still speak of it now, but when we were fourth year, we had that thing when the fifth and sixth years aye. never had a team, so we ah, had to right. step up. Okay, aye. So to this day, me and Daz will still say that co- cost us the Scottish aye, okay. Cup. Uh, I think we did well. We had those um, gamery lads like we spoke of, uh, Brian... Meekham and Meekham Colin Gibson and Albert. What? Aye. He he just scored. He scored an awesome amount of goals for us and great <laughs> we play. But, uh, yeah, great memories. And uh, I remember playing at school. It was mm. again playing with your friends, man. What, what's not to love? Aye. Uh, it was just so fun. And I used to remember the best thing was getting a game and a cup game during school time. Aye. And you just like 
swanning across the tennis courts or heading to the mason when uh, <laughs> everyone was still in the class and you'd just be like unbutton the shirt yeah. go and get yourself a booster a Mars bar and then <laughs> go back and get changed during school time but no, nah, great times and I, I just remember some school games don't remember particular games mm-hmm. but laughing during matches <laughs> I, I mean I just magic you're playing with your pals and like Nielsen could not like that no nah, <laughs> no nah, I mean I mean he was very serious about his football you had to you definitely had to do so when he was about but when you progressed up to the senior pitch you know it was behind Aye. his office mm-hmm. so you could basically like as soon as you got out to warm up just take blasters at a keeper <laughs> until like the spotter saw him coming running along <laughs> and then everyone started doing like star jumps and scissor jumps like uh-huh. anywhere on the pitch but uh, now nah, it was good and funny memories from school remember um kenny tom did always did this thing every single week just after games he would just come in get his stripped his pants and then just pick up his kit bag and go, right lads, I'll see you next week. And he did it continually and it just, it was never not funny. And I remember, I was like playing as an older lad, he came to play a game with us. I'm probably like well in our 30s at the time and he, and he did it again. I was like, oh, okay, it's unreal. But it, was, uh, oh, it was great fun, man. Kenny, tell him great for sing songs on the bus and that. Ah, well, I, had, I had good times and I went on to play with some of those lads. Um, uh, later on. In, in young side teams, young Vale teams. Uh, didn't really get much opportunities other than to play like your school team and then the young side, mm. the young Vale. Um, I remember listening to some lads on this as well. This has changed my perspective of life, your podcast. But <laughs> again, I thought I was quite unique. I got, I got trials at Ross County and no. I thought, that's quite cool. And then seems like everyone... Yeah, half the world did, eh? <laughs> they must have had everyone on yeah, trials. Nah, nah, nah. I never, I never. <laughs> <laughs> so not needing a go away. Only the time, trial I've been on is a bomb sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, again, cheers for that, Alex. That's shattered that one. Shattered the so. illusions. I was, I was going to ask you that, if you had, if you had trials to, to maybe go out, because you were obviously highly rated coming through the school. I don't know, I think um, memory and history serves my Foggy, football. Foggy, is it? Uh, well, <laughs> I think that helps people as well. Maybe think I was a better player than probably I actually was. But uh, no, I was just, I just remember going to Ross County, but it was like standard grade time, so it was either... Aye, okay. I was there with Dougal at the time, so he Aye. went and I Aye. did some exams and if a chance comes about, maybe another time, but... I don't know if it was ever a burning desire to no, be honest. That's what I was going to say. You, it was not football wasn't a be a be all and end all for you. I don't think so. It was, um, and I've thought about it before coming on here. So there's a couple of folk that have came on here said the question whether you actually liked football. And I've been I've been <laughs> doing it myself now. But I, I think certainly there's aspects Aye. that I loved about it. Uh, probably the game itself and being involved a bit. Playing with your friends, man. Is, it, so anything, when that dynamic started to change, mm. I guess my thoughts and feelings towards the game probably did. So yeah, probably the day I maintain playing with your friends would have been the most I enjoyed playing Aye. football. But, uh, it's brought a lot of happy, happy, happy times, man. really has. Uh, and it's been nice to think back on them uh, ahead of coming on here. Mm. And you know, your team obviously went on to play some of the tunes or how did that work out? Yeah, that's when you <laughs> you first started getting introduced to older and Aye. bigger lads from it. And it's like, there's no way they are the same age as us. Like 30-year-olds. Like, <laughs> this is the under-14s. And you're like, I just remember playing some lads, you'd be up against them in midfield and uh, they would like crunch yours. And you just be like, <laughs> the only retaliation was like, hey man, shut up, you've got sideies. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just, oh wow, this guy's so sharp-witted up north. Yeah, they're they're amazed by your facial hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just and that, that carried on playing them um, young Devon side, uh, young Vale, and then mm-hmm. into the juniors. Uh, and a few of that boys went to the Vale, didn't they? Uh, Darcy and, Daz and Paul and Darcy and Paul Stewart went. I remember them being at school. Um, Basically talking like they were already pros. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they does, no. They <laughs> <laughs> does, he fine, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but they certainly, they certainly seemed to love it at the time. Uh, and Daz would often say, I come down to training and stuff, but Aye. I just didn't feel I, I would have been ready at that time. Um, so I went juniors uh, when I was still at school. played a year with the juniors and such a, a great time. We're very lucky. That was a good team when it was still in the, the successful sort of period, maybe towards the end of it, was it? But... I well, I don't remember the days you you spoke of where like um was that the eighties a really aye, successful side aye, team aye so I wouldn't have really been watching them I would have been probably similar to yourself playing football aye. at the side of the veil but this um, would have been a tail end they're still a decent outfit in there like new aye well aye, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but no I was, I was really fortunate I, I played the um the back well, like, I remember uh, Mikey Anderson what a player he was and aye. for a young lad he just talked me through every game so it made it so so easy for me uh, I had Decky Burnett and Ali Boo mm. incredible centre midfield players right. um, for, for, for the juniors at the Where were you playing at this point still in the midfield though? No I was I played centre mid at school but um, mm-hmm. the juniors I, I was basically wasn't as good as them Aye. so I was uh, learning the trade and you get stuck in right full back, back but yeah. it suited me so well because I loved running yeah. uh, <laughs> up and down I was delighted to do so but yeah, just a great team. I had them, um, Fletty as well, who seemed to oh, play for like four hundred years. Uh, I remember Wee Bowie. He's Persoy. I played with him at Persoy. Quality. He could have easily done what he wanted in football. Very talented. Uh, and Lee Henderson. Uh-huh. He basically uh, was my introduction into people having a good time uh-huh. uh, uh, with, with football. And um, <laughs> I think that was the same for a lot of boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like the first few training sessions, he had that. Um, Jackets, remember they're like big puffy jackets, oh, like bin bags. Oh, that had a tight collar on them, and he would <laughs> he would put them on Monday nights to work off a weekend, and then he would encourage me to taste his sweat, <laughs> and say that's pure vodka, lad. Yeah, so and it quite often did taste like vodka. But uh, I was like, I'm uh, I'm training with uh, men here, but it was a great a great year, and it, I think I've heard your uh, guest speak about it. What a place to toughen you up. Because, uh, yeah, you're just playing against men. men. You still see yourself as a young boy who mm-hmm. has a little bit of facial hair and then suddenly you're getting tackled by somebody with a beard. and it's yeah, you're getting ragdolled out of the place. <laughs> pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> it's a good day. Uh, I don't think enough young boys go play a, a year or two in the juniors and, and go back to Highland League. They're just kind of... They're a bit like Daz and Paul. Maybe you think they've made it and don't know what to drop down. I, <laughs> I would say it's certainly character building, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, maybe there's, it's too polished when you start going. Uh, well. no, not the rough and tumble, but it certainly kitted me out well. And uh, <laughs> uh, we actually, I was fortunate enough at the time we won the league during right. the year I played them. Um, I, I, I remember you just coming into school on the Monday, like. <laughs> you maybe didn't remember. Uh, no, I think I remember staying with uh, Daz Noble because we won in Burghead. I think it was okay. on a mon- Monday night we won a week, and it was like, of course, that was at the time you just. You went out. Aye. Didn't matter. It was Monday night. You just yeah. won the leagues. So it was like a party shooting Smirnoff Ices with <laughs> PE the next morning. But that, that was okay. I stayed with Daz Noble. And I remember he had this 
wild t-shirt he gave me it was um, I've been in Ibiza and survived I think it said and it just like a, a hyper colour t-shirt and I was like I remember being in school the next morning it was a uh, but it's just how it was. You played your football and you went out Saturday nights, enjoyed yourself yeah. uh, again, hanging out with your friends. and So, yeah, I did another one for you. It's another exclusive. This one is the one that I started doing uh, about going out Saturday nights. I did this little thing through lockdown when I started reading poems okay. at my back door. That's uh, right, eh? To basically have an outlet for doing stuff. Uh, and this was one of them. This is Saturday yeah. night. And I'm sure a lot of your people will be able to relate to going out on a Saturday night. Surely. Take it away. Okay, this is Saturday night and beyond Canal Park. Who's working at the copy? Carol. Spot on. She's fine. Get the tinnies on offer, some French stubbies too, then meet at mine. Cheers, lads. Here's to a good night. Stereo CDs, audio tapes. I want to be adored. Tunes full blast. When I argue, I see shapes. Taxi, taxi, nah, I phoned last week. I'll dial it, it's ringing, here you go, you speak. Ten minutes, sweet, another tinny and a chaser. Where is my mind? Pixies, nah, not that one, debaser. Links Africa, a scoosh of 1881 and give the teeth a queen. Killing in the name of, rage against the machine. Hurry up, nip on, taxis in the drive. I'll just put on my good jeans, peril jam, alive. Where you lads heading? Straight to the ship. Boy in the front pays, give the driver a tip. Whoa, drop us here, hole in the wall. A hundred quid will do. How much you taking? Yeah, I'll take a hundred too. Right, ship, ahoy. Head down, look cool, straight through the back. Get the pints in, I'll hit the juker. 50p for one, or one pound for three tracks. Lads, lads, he didn't even ask for ID. Quick glance, end trance, only love can set you free. Tab sparked up, smells like teen spirit, we drag, whammy butts, drum, roll your own, any fag. Right tequila, lemon, salt, slammer, you could have a steam train, Peter Gabriel, sledgehammer. Confidence up, don't stop me now, front bar, pool, 20p stacked up, bohemian rhapsody, last pocket rule. Cue chalked, red or yellow, did you hit my ball? Ah, who cares, sing song, cause after all, you're my wonder wall. Right, castle, let's go up the bank, the arch, watch your head. She coming out tonight? Yeah, think so, yeah, and that's what she said. Place is bouncing, squeezing the door, wriggle to the bar. Smirnoff Ice, Blue Wicked, S Club 7, reach for the stars. Pool table covered, dance floor, makeshift stage. Is anyone in here of legal drinking age? It's time, you know it is, let's go. All right, the place where dreams come true, the sea field. Saturday night. Chill out, bouncer. I was here last week. I don't need ID. Here's a fiver and a nugget for my coat. Eiffel 65, Blue Dabadee. Push open the door. Who let the dogs out? Hear the people sing. I got my first real six string. Vodka lemonade. Vodka lemonade. Vodka coke. That's his. This floor is so sticky, but it's like that. It's the way it is. Upstairs, come on. Right here. Right now. Hit me, baby, one more time. Mate. I'm not looking for a row. Plastic tumblers, aftershock times ten. Right, wait here, I'll be back, I need to pee. Again. Toilets are busy, cue mindless chatter. I don't really know you, but that doesn't matter. See you out there, mate. Don't be lonely. I'm back. Chesney Hawks. I am the one and only. Jive with intent, make a move, get a smooch. Baby, you're all that I want. Can I get you a bottle of hooch? 
Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Why are my feet still stuck to this floor? C'est la vie. Hmm, bop. This is the rhythm of the night. 3am egg sandwich. They've turned on the lights. Come on, come on, everybody get out. Cross the road. Loiter, wait, hang about. Go speak to her. I will. I will. Okay. Too late, man. She's already away. Let's go home. Don't worry about that girl. Is there anyone on the circuit? We'll maybe get her. Forget it. It's over. It's already getting light. Mind a hangover. Take it easy. I'll see you again next Saturday night. <laughs> Quality. Nice, man. What a nice you, little uh, applause. Like, like it. You tunes in there, like, as I said, uh, when I argue, I see Shapes was doing it at Idlewilder a couple of weeks ago. Can't believe it's been 25 years since uh, it started. Like, it makes me, makes me feel all like... Uh, you still look young, man, yeah. What a quality show it was, though. I bet you. Yeah. I bet you. It's good to see um, shows and gigs happening again. Uh, and, um, no, it was quality. You, you put on a lot for us, man. I remember uh, you was the one that organised buses <laughs> in, uh, like, a stereophonic right. shed seven days, and, like, uh, and then you would just... Get a bus in for school and uh, <laughs> buy a t-shirt for the way home in the That's merch it. stall and Aye. a couple of cans on the bus and yeah, Boy. awesome times. But, uh, Brilliant, going to gigs at Lemon Tree and stuff, quality. It's good to see them happening again, Raiden Brookie's flat. <laughs> 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 oh well, um, obviously you, you had a wee spell at the side but you, you moved on, to, you, you did join Divin Vale eventually um, uh, and obviously very successful time for the club while you were there. I think it was just, yeah, I was lucky at the time. Um, Greg tried to get me a couple of times, um, but I, w- I just wasn't keen at the time. I was so happy at um, side, but it uh, came after a year at the juniors. I was I was happy then to give it a go. And I remember I was a wee snippet in the P&J in the little uh, in-brief column when I'd signed, and it was like, huh. I just said something about me being, did signed up. Greg had been happy he'd signed a player who was fantastic in the air and I was like well that is absolute nonsense I don't think I'd headed the ball uh, in the whole time I played football but uh, I was signed anyway but it was it was good man just just at a time as you know that, that team that we had um, Aye. Uh, I was lucky basically to be around to be involved in it and, and get to feature in the team it was um it was awesome. awesome Ken, if, if you were lucky, because you've had a lot of, you can't have the best of you've had a lot of picks in them, for boys you've played be in the right-back slot, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, and that's been, it's lovely to hear, so nice, but again, I, I can't help thinking if um, history's been kind in that in that front, like, that. yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> nah, it's, it's lovely to hear, and, and guys that I love playing with as well. Um, the, the team, when I first went, had um, Nige and Hendo, Aye. and Dupay, and again, to, to slot in a defence with that like I, I didn't I didn't really have to think because nah. they just told, they told me. you for the day so it made it it made it, it, made it so easy for me you had the legs to do it yeah that's the thing just run up and down constantly and covering uh, in a head for that too I, well uh, Nigel's just so good so Aye. such an intelligent football player and uh, such a lovely guy like yeah uh, and then I had Daz playing in front of me. Who, <laughs> I mean, I had to be basically fast and fit because I just continually overlapped him and I don't think he passed <laughs> much at all. He just always tried to whip it in himself and then you would just run back. So I've Daz to thank for, for <laughs> getting fit. I, so I guess uh, I know it's common now for the wing, uh, fullbacks to be basically wingers, but Aye. I was basically doing it 20 years ago without touching the ball. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a thing it's fed now. You're ahead of your time. I probably, <laughs> yeah. But uh, something that I I wondered about, we also watched that Vale team a lot, and uh, 
Dippy didn't seem to cane, but I seem to mind that you wore number three at right back and he wore number two at left back, no? That was, that was spot on, was yeah, I've, got, I've still got the number three shirt, <laughs> I think that was just Greg's preference. Like, uh, um, Greg didn't seem to cane well either, he just, I've, I think I've asked him both about it. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if it's so many, but I mean it made me like the number three, I quite uh, enjoyed it, I've still got the, the shirt now, but there's a story about um, the number three thing, uh, it, it sticks with me, it's like I remember going to play... Uh, the Fraserburgh Belsley, which I believe, well, I was told it was an intimidating place to go. I didn't really know much about Highland League when Aye. I went there, but Daz and Paul were never short in filling you in huh? with the dangers that awaited you. I, I just, my job on the post was, uh, at corner, sorry, was to defend the post. And Aye. Have you been to Belsley, how close, how mm-hmm. close the goals are uh, to the, the barriers yeah. behind him? And I just always remember standing on the post, and I was like, young lad, uh, and there was a fan who just... Weaning over the barrier, so his basically head was through the net, and he was he just shouting number three, number three, and I was like, I'm going to have to look round because he's like less than a metre from me. So uh, I just turned around, and he's like number three. I was like, uh, yeah, and he's like, you're a fucking ugly bastard. I like screaming at me, and I was like, wow, and it, it just like that wasn't a nice alley, was it? <laughs> just like thank you. It's uh, it's nice to come and play here, and I just remember Barry and goes at the time. He's just laughing. It's like. <laughs> special, special moments, like really, really nice. That's a nice moment to stick in your mind. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that always, <laughs> for some reason. And there's many with that team, obviously. Uh-huh. The football ones that have been well covered, um, successful time for the club. Uh, it was great to be involved in a winning team, it did well. Uh, but quite often my memories are things o- off the field, possibly. That's what we like, um, what we like on here, though. Oh, I off the oh. <laughs> uh, So, yeah. Uh, I remember going to the away trips. Uh, the big ones, Fort William, Brora, Wick. Uh, as a young lad, I was staying in Aberdeen at the time. So if we were Wick away, you joined the bus in Fockabers, the main bus, okay. and then someone always had to drive Aye. the minibus back from Fockabers to Aberdeen. Right. So we got the game after the, the the pub in Wick, and then the names would go in a hat. So this is what <laughs> I was told. Everyone put your name in a hat to see who's going to be driving the minibus home. Uh, and I didn't realise at the time, but everyone put my name in, Aye. obviously. It was so, five uh, Mighty Kingers in a hat. I couldn't <laughs> believe my work. I was like, oh, first time I've been in Wick away, and I was driving the minibus. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I basically went wild on the bus on the way back and <clears throat> hammered into the cartons of orange juice while everyone was going bananas and uh, <laughs> got on the, the little van in Fockabers, and at the time I needed glasses to drive. Uh, <laughs> And I didn't obviously take him with me to play football. So I just remember the goalie coach at the time, Ian, he basically had to guide me uh, from Fockabers to Aberdeen, driving <laughs> down in the middle of the night with lads getting rowdy in the back and um, smashing size five mitres off the back of the seat as I was driving. I was, uh, I'm pretty sure they were just chatting about the game, but quite right. often got a bit out of hand. Uh, but yeah, now I got back to Aberdeen that night, put the minibus back uh, and then tried to walk to my flat. And then got mugged by two lads who stole my phone. Fuck's sake. And I was just like, what an Crack awesome day. Like, I'm just like, I just remember, I think it annoyed me most about that. I remember people across the road watching. And because I'd been party shooting cartons of orange juice, like, got smashed over the head a few times. And then, like, I pissed myself and I was like, ah, this is just great. So, yeah, I wasn't too keen to go back to Wick again, but I don't think I was in the hat again because I'd taken, I'd taken the hit on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fun fun memories. Like I say, great, James, always great, great days. Times. Basically looked over my shoulder for the next 10 years every time I went and I walked. But, uh, yeah, fun memories. Oh, Jesus. But uh, tell me a wee bit about 
and Greg and, and Billy Anderson, for your point of view, has been a lot said about them, and some some like them better than others. But uh, I think it has been well documented how, how good they were, at, uh, what they did for the Vale at the time. Um, much respect for that, what they did. I don't think it'd be any secret. Greg would say himself, we probably never got on great during the time. I've since okay. met him away from football and. A oh, lovely lad, we got on great, speak away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during the time, I guess probably not. Personality uh, clash, like. Uh, possibly. <laughs> Quite often describe me as being wired to the moon. I'm not sure if he thought I was like focused enough okay. all the time. Like um, It was that bit for he, he, football, wasn't the, uh, the be all and end all for you? Uh, possibly a bit of that, um, thinking back on it. Uh, I remember once at Avail, because I played on the right backs, so it would often be. Aye close to the touch line and just one incident in particular before a halftime whistle he, he, he shouted at me for like coming out of a tackle and he was like get fucking through him and I was just like I rarely spoke on the football pitch Aye. and I just turned around and said fuck off and then just as I shouted that the whistle went and he went storming down waited for me to come in and then he was just shouting at me uh, I'm sure I don't know if he'll remember it but I certainly do and he possibly shouted at me for most of that half time and then I just remember Dippy sitting next to me and throughout the rollicking was just tapping my leg like reassurance and I texted Dippy about that recently because I was thinking about it and I was just like you tap my leg the whole time man as if to say it's okay you'll be alright man so yeah oh, well. little things and Billy he just constantly sh- always shouted at me for the whole time I was at the veil was just why there my why there and I was like I'd quite often be standing <laughs> on, on like, with him <laughs> like Billy I'm right beside you he's just like get why there my but yeah it helped me the lads talking you through the game it's um, I was it was great man but yeah like I say very successful spell great times away cup games a lot of good memories from that too playing Partick away again lads I, I guess I never really followed it too much so like when we're coming up against lads I didn't really know who I was playing against Aye. at the time just like tell me what guy I'm up against and <laughs> then I would just try and do my best against him but yeah it was great you put a boy in a stance did you? I remember a lad, uh, <laughs> Alan Archibald, I found out after he was called, but I think he went on to be manager, did he? I think he did, aye. I think uh, he was like a club legend there, wasn't he? Uh, okay, so yeah, I got him uh, in a big tackle, and that was one of those when it was like, gets the crowd pumped, and uh, it was just, it was good times, man, and then went out in Glasgow after, and had a wee jive, and what's not what's not to like, I got beat 3-0 at a time, I think, uh, Chis was at fault for two goals, <laughs> getting beaten there, which he didn't often do. That didn't happen a lot. No, I thought it would have been least first division then, though. I think they were. I think they were. Yeah. I think they were, James. I. Um, mine when they came up to Banff, they brought a heap of fans up. Like mine, Aaron coined in at Seafee with them. I think. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> There's always a pound to be made. Like, uh, yeah, but nah, good good times, and we played a couple of big teams. Um, but we always fancied ourselves, to be uh, honest, because we were we were a good team. Uh, we played Air United, another one at home. Mm-hmm. Um, again, me and Dippy used to walk over together and we spoke about it before the game, walking over. So we've got a big chance today. Uh, and they absolutely destroyed us. I was marking um, the guy, Eddie Anand. Oh, aye. So he scored two goals in like, like three or four minutes. And uh, basically that was it. And I gave away a pen as well. Uh, near the end, uh, Barry Thompson saved it to stop it being like the old seventh heaven headlines the next day. <laughs> I just remember shaking Eddie on his hand after the game and doing the usual uh, good game, and he said, "Yeah, it was for me." So I was like, ah, it was a uh, it was good bit. Uh, but I think they won. They won semis that year. Or they did. I think they had a real good team. I think Yogi Hughes uh, and Paul uh, Sheeran. I think was would have been up 
Uh, West side against team. me and Daz at a time, so no chance. Aye, <laughs> very, very good team. They did very well at times, so uh, but good, good memories, man. Always um, Aye. winning the league, especially during the time with that guys. That was the first league win, was it? So it's the first time they'd ever won a league. It was, I yeah, it was, and uh, they went on to do it again a few years later. Um, but for the first one, I just remember for the people that had worked in and around the club Aye. at the time, it was, it was like so Nigel nice. been here since the seventies. <laughs> well, did, aye, for everyone um, connected with the club um, To be honest, it was a bit tainted with me When you mentioned Nigel and Hendo there Because mm. when I first came in uh, Nigel and Hendo were like Just always there aye. So they were like the guys that I played with And then in the season we actually won a league I uh, didn't play as much We signed um, Scotty Anderson and Dougal Who were <laughs> brilliant players aye. Of course they were, there's no question that But the year before it when we had Nigel and Hendel, we hardly lost a goal. Aye, okay. So in the space of the summer, our defence would have easily been the best still in the league. Aye. We would have won the league, no problem. Uh, I guess just from my own point of view, I would have loved to have done it again, Aye, okay. alongside uh, Nigel and Hendel. I, I wrote to them after a, a time. I just, I just, it probably still sits with me now. I just like I wish they would have featured more mm. uh, after the, what they'd done for the Aye. club and them. Um, yeah. But this is football, man. This so, is football. So, it's and hey, if you were going to improve that defence, that two that came in, uh, would be the lanes that we could, could have got that was going to do it. Ah, it was easy. It was too easy <laughs> for him to be honest. Scotty and uh, Dougal just raised the standards. Class and, act. Uh, he just had to do what you were told, otherwise Aye. you would hear about. It, but now, and then hey, Dippy was up there, and uh, as club legend, footman for he's done for the club as well. Unreal! What, what I joy to play with him as well. And Aye. I mean. Just watched him and then try to do what Dippy did basically, Aye. but on the other side with uh, my right foot. But, I don't know if I was it said, but they, they said that to him, it was maybe Dippy himself said so that you two used to try and cross it in for each other. <laughs> Quite often, <laughs> uh, Dippy was uh, oh, what a great lad he was. Spent many times with him uh, after football as well and back at his little rocking party flat. <laughs> we'll uh, put that with the dungeon. <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> but, nah, was you great. throw any light on the dungeon? No. That's not for me to comment on. Uh, okay. a, party line. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good times with uh, early morning and vodka apple juice and stuff. I seem to remember that and, and Dippy <laughs> firing on these tunes but it was uh, it was always it was always great fun man. It really was. It's making my smile now and Aye. thinking about it and the, the times we shared together. That's uh, folks saying they come on it's Sometimes the henna really it's the first time they've looked back on what they did back then and it's it's brought back great memories for them. I think capturing that moment in time, like as lads like Daz, I mean Daz's still one of my best pals now, so I mm. see him a lot and we will talk about it amongst other things. Aye. Um but life happens, people move on, mm-hmm. uh things get in the way almost in one respect. But the time that we shared together, you've always got that bond. Aye. So if That's I meet a- if I meet any of that team that I played with uh, you've shared some experience that'll no I bond you. And it's such a lovely thing. Like I'll see the, if you see them in the street, you'll you'll instantly like warm Aye. and smile. And Aye. it's a lovely feeling and you just know at that moment in time you were having like a great time together. Of course it helped you are winning. Aye. Yeah, that's a massive factor. Wouldn't have been as many Sunday clubs if you just winning. That's it. If you were getting like destroyed ten 0 every week, you maybe just like go hey across Aye. the other side of the street. But um nah, it's really great. Really working glad for those memories to have to to look back on as, as much as they fade quickly, I hope I can still hold on to some of them, like for sure. Aye, aye. So, th- how long were you at Vale for? It wasn't actually too long, was it? No, I, I went, I played for three seasons. Aye. Um, then decided enough was enough. 
I think so. I was pretty <laughs> unsettled at the time. To be uh, fair, I was one of those. I went soul searching uh-huh. uh, to find myself. And uh-huh. I guess I was still looking for a good decade, probably uh, growing beards, <laughs> shaving it off, putting on flip flops, taking them Is off. That for the tattoo started as well. No, they came in my um, my okay. later years when I got a bit more sensible about life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess... Um, Did you just fall out of love with football, or was it just... I think so. Probably uh, the aspect of... Uh, it seemed to be the, the more serious it got, probably the less uh, fun it got for me. Okay. Um, that was probably a major factor in it. Um, it's less playing football with your pals and mayor. That, that was probably like a, a, linger, a, ling- a lingering <laughs> thought, yeah. And when I hear now uh, some of the money it gets... Like throwing around I don't know if it's still the case now in the Highland League I'm a bit out of touch but um, it was never about that when I was playing Dar's um, gone by then as well has he gone to America he was he was away but he came came back every now and again and represented every single club at Highland League <laughs> and junior think, yeah, level I think um, he's got a few under his belt like I think so yeah <laughs> uh, but now he went on to do other things he, to, he, he loved football of course and went to do different things ah, yeah. um, but it was never I, I couldn't I, I guess I couldn't have loved it that much because I stopped when I was 21. Aye. Uh, and all, all the guests that you've had on don't do that. No. <laughs> and like they, they kept playing. They're still involved in football now. And I find some of the things they can recall. You can't do that unless they loved doing it at the time because it stayed Aye. with them. And, and you had a fair break, didn't you, football? Stopped altogether. Um, I was running. I just ran everywhere. Uh, not unlike Forrest Gump, which often got shouted at me, but that's all I did. I just went running. The only boy didn't I change his pace running up to the Temple of Venus. <laughs> it's just, I just, I just love keeping in shape. Still do now. Uh, you're still running um, every day. That's, yeah, that's what I do. Aye. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you can tell that by looking across the table. I'm feeling a bit. I'm not. feeling a bit inferior across here. Like, <laughs> I'm a few mince pies doing already for the season. It's holiday weight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you look well, lad. Um, nah, yeah. just just someone there. Oh, I always keep in shape. But um, the draw of football, and I, I guess I'd been away for so long. But because I'd been unsettled, maybe with myself mm. wrestling in our turmoil, then it wasn't until I was then settled in my life that I maybe thought. I wonder what it would have been like if I played football again. So, I Do guess you regret uh, that break or not? Not at all. But yeah. I, I think I needed to go and play again to find out because I, I didn't want to get to like the age I am now and yes. then be like did I stop when I was too young I think you could probably still play juniors if I knew if you wanted to I like the standards know. I knew so, <laughs> it was at the time um, oh your bro was playing John aye, was playing uh, and Craig and uh, Rob Scott was the manager mm-hmm. so it was if they oh, hadn't been managers each year, each year you've got no chance aye. well <laughs> if it had been anyone else I probably wouldn't have thought about it but it was just convenient because I knew those lads Aye. and um, some of the guys there at the time like I knew your brother from like mm. when they played younger it's like I'll give this a go just to see if I if I would regret Aye. and then when I went back to play uh, Duncan Phillip used to pick me up huh. and come through with Ross Thompson oh I- and that Fair part, of it, that part, I love. I love <laughs> driving through with those two lads, and we would tell stories and chat, and like go through to training. But then you would get to Myris and Duncan like, told stories. Ah, uh, <laughs> Duncan, great lad, lovely boy, lovely boy. Ah, he's Duncan. a good guy. He's a good lad, Duncan. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoy, I enjoy being in the car, and then getting to training, and all these, these were all pals. I was uh, Robbie King, your brother, uh, Ernie, Colin Leg. Uh, Wayne Murdo, his brother, and this, but these were just all friends. Mm-hmm. And I saw basically them as I was aye, when aye. I was younger. And it's like these guys are just loving being out right. playing football again. And 
So that aspect of it, I love. But mm-hmm. coming away from Ellie and leaving her and after working, and then it's like that—that's a bit I didn't enjoy. Aye, and and yeah. Saturdays, it's like Saturdays was the my time day, to be aye. with uh, <laughs> Ellie at the time. We didn't have kids then, but I was like, I want to hang out with my wife because even after all this time, I genuinely still like my wife, so I enjoy love. enjoy being with her. So I didn't I didn't enjoy that part of it. So that's <laughs> probably what kept me away. But I love I love the lads. I love the camaraderie and how they got on together and. That part of it, yeah, I was grateful for that experience, but it, was, it came as a shock to me how bad I was, basically, when I started playing again. <laughs> like, I hadn't kicked a football for, I think it was eight years, not even five, so. Uh, okay. And I guess I expected I would have still been the player that I thought I might have been when I was <laughs> 21. It just wasn't the case, so. You moved back to midfield, though, didn't you? Craig, Craig stuck me in the midfield, um. I guess I probably should have stuck to right back and stayed out of the way a bit because uh, your brother John was so good in centre mid. Um, uh, great player to play with. Some date to cover him though when he was up scoring all that goal. I, yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, he just went away and I just basically sat in and uh, Ernie sat behind us with Wayne Murdo and it was good. And Colin Legge was a great player too. Aye. Uh, but yeah, fun times, man. Fun memories and the same if I see these lads again now. Uh, being away from Banff, I don't see them so much, but any time I come home, I know it would be a joy to see them and Aye. hang out with them and get a pint when time allows again, of course. <laughs> Quality. So yeah, that was that was kind of the reasoning, yeah, because you probably hung up your boots pretty early again. I was you, could just, have, you could have played on. I was just the one season. I, I think they, they got up to the Super League, I think was the... Aye, that's right. That was, did you play in the, the promotion? I, d- I didn't play in the playoff. playoff no. uh, cause that so was, you're still allowed in the ship. <laughs> yeah. I think that was there a big break before the... Aye, it was. It was aye. nearly a start. I think it was nearer the start of the season. Aye, so Craig had said to me, look, if we win this, we'll go to the Super League and then you won't be travelling and stuff. Aye, well, I'm uh, surprised you, you resisted his persuasion. Aye, yeah, no, I, ju- I just knew, man. I just knew within myself. I was like, I found out basically that uh, the aspects... That football I knew and then I wasn't prepared to then mm. it was getting not old but I knew we were going to be having a family Aye. and stuff and I couldn't do anything other than hang out with my the people that I love on Saturdays and Sundays it's just Aye. how it was but so, yeah good stuff so obviously we, we spoke a wee bit there before you've, you've gotten into to poetry writing books your aim is to try and sort of make it cool for folk to, to get back into again I, I hope so, man. And poetry is not for everyone, but I learn more um, as I grow and grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, having these little moments in your life, uh, finding the balance, uh, taking little pockets of distraction, maybe for you, you can enjoy, possibly share with others too. Um, but that too that you've read it so far just transported me right back to to primary school and to first starting the goo in night seat. Ah, well, I, was, I, was, I was instantly back there. Like, ah, well, that's great, man. And that's, um, I hope, through through this as well, I can maybe introduce a couple of people to maybe poems that um, it's not all it's not all bad, you know. There's some cool <laughs> stuff out there. I mean, there's some poems I don't like reading. Uh, my next one, I'll touch on that. But yeah, it's been great. I was done some stuff for the the BBC. I was down reading Aye. poems at Edinburgh Festival. Uh, I hope to go back again and just uh, keep keep reading, keep doing some open mics in Aberdeen, reading Aye. down the beach and. Maybe people won't want to hear them, but I'm happy to read you, them. And you've gathered a good following on the, the social media, though. That's been good. I enjoy it, um, and it's nice. Hopefully, to bring it to people that maybe otherwise wouldn't mm. um, make it accessible. I think so, and especially the work with kids. Like it was on the back of like me and my friend Ewan 
to this book together, which you're going to raffle off as part dreams, of your... So, well, dreams can come moo, is that right? That's it, yeah. Aye. You've signed it for me. It is indeed signed, of course. Good stuff. Uh, it's part of my prize package, which is going to be running all throughout January for charity, Bright Horizons, that I'm in, involved with in McDuff, my, my dad and, and me kind of run it um, there's it works with local vulnerable kids and kids in Zimbabwe as well so yeah, raising money for them we've got a prize every day in the January transfer window and that's a, that's a great cause James and it's lovely what you do and people devote their time and to give to others and that's uh, and it was nice you to drop it in for me so I didn't have to do it <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, no bother man it should have set me up for more but, uh, yeah no these little projects I, I do this one the book in particular with uh, my pal Ewan um, he's a lovely man but working in this uh, project this process together it's brought us so close as Aye. friends and that part of it I love the most the time that we get to hang out and do it together possibly mostly when our kids are sleeping to be fair because <laughs> by our own admission we've got the balance wrong we're just too family then the kids inspire it? Yeah, but obviously they're behind the lots of my, my yeah. thought processes, but it's accessible to everyone. And I hope uh, I went around to schools, actually, the local schools, and read it to I the think kids. I saw that, eh? And yeah. oh, what a joy, like a kid shouting yeah. back the words and like doing like Brilliant. interactive little poems for kids. And it's like, if I can get little kids to write and think yeah. about creating their own poems, then oh, it's just such a beautiful thing to see. So I hope I can continue to do that going into next year. And I've got a little piece for, I mean, I've maybe had, I've had two shots getting people to like a poem. So this is, <laughs> this is my third and uh, uh-huh. possibly final attempt, James, tonight. Is the, uh, the is it something, is it poetry in the, sort of, writing the books? Is that something that would be a dream to do full time or is it, is uh, it always going to be something on the side for you? I think you don't get into poetry uh, to make any money. No, that's why you need to do the books. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, sign for for Martin to do that. Do you know? Is nah. that really? <laughs> Has it been circulating well though? The book's been going great, man. Aye. But, um, the, the nice thing about it is the feedback, and if Aye. people get in touch and, and say they've shared a special moment with their kid or their grand has read it to their kid, and it's made them laugh or made them cool. smile, and they've like recited a line back from the book, and cool. I, I, that's what it's about, man. And so yeah, I hope they continue to do that. We're going to do some more books together, and that's what it says. Our yeah. men the pipeline. There will be. Yeah, I'm not going to drop any exclusives no, on, oh well. on the camera. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could come back on and do little snippets and uh, readings from books in, in future. That's good for sure. But this one is, um, I'm not going to do this one in schools. <laughs> well, I've just looked at the title. Eh, so. Okay, so this is one. Um, but basically what I was describing about poetry, it's not for everyone. I get that. I appreciate that. Uh, I've read stuff that I've stopped reading because I, I don't enjoy it. Um, so this is kind of an alternative look at it. And this poem is simply called um, Fuck Poetry. Take it away. Poetry sucks. Let's not pretend. I know it, you know it, and so does your friend. A lone liquid droplet of salty sadness escapes his limpid eye and slowly slaloms down the furrows of a weather-worn cheek like a bowing everglade blade feathered by unkissed virgin morning dew. Yeah, whatever. Never have so many words been liked by so few what a wonder poetry has no mass appeal when such pretentious wordplay becomes a lyrical ordeal. Idiosyncratic, painterly, poignant tension. How many people are still paying attention? Probably few. Until you say fuck. Then people take note. Fuck this and fuck that. Sorry. 
Was that a misquote? No, it fucking wasn't. Fuck off with your fucking pen. Fuck is just a fucking word. So I'll fucking say it a fucking again. And I'll make a poem of fucks. So people fucking give one. Make a poem of fucks. It's a bit of fucking fun. I hope you issued a fucking swear warning, James. Otherwise, this will be full of fucking beeps. Count them as you fall asleep instead of counting fucking sheep. Fuck one, fuck two, fuck three, fuck four, and fuck five two, and say fuck a little more. Fuck by numbers. Join the fucking dots. If Billy Conley says it's fucking funny, then it's funny. Come on, the fucking Scots. So fuck it. It's just a word. A fucking word like any other. It'll probably best not to drop it in so fucking casually in front of your mother. It's fucking hard though. Life can be fucking tough. And it's all too fucking easy to say I've fucking had enough. So fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck's sake. Please just give me a fucking break. Escape for a bit. With any fucking luck. And relax with some fucking poetry. It doesn't all fucking suck. So go on. Tell your fucking friends. If you give a fuck. Yeah, didn't do that in schools. No, possibly <laughs> not. But maybe in time, in 20 years time, we're like, yeah, It'll be acceptable. Cool. You need parent permission to, to read that in there. And I'll get, I'll get in trouble from other two, of course. Like, I'll give her a heads up, but yeah. Uh, great stuff. But yeah, hopefully can, people can remember some bits of poetry from tonight. That would be awesome too. Brilliant. Fit about football, you ever, will you ever return to football? Is that, that day's gone? Is a player about any coaching or anything that never interested you? Uh, I don't think so, to be honest, James. Are the girls yeah. in it? No, skipping. Skipping. My, my oldest girl is skipping in the kitchen tonight. And oh, hi. I went past the school the other day to pick up my youngest and my oldest thought I was skipping in the playground. I was like, I just thought, wow, I stopped and watched. I was like, in a world of technology, <laughs> it was so simple skipping to see her like, smiling and skipping. I was like, nah, swimming and biking, aye. a little bit of gymnastics and stuff. That's how they do. So They see, they see their dad keeping in shape and they're, uh, you know, they're inspired. Well, I'm not sure. It's just, are you off running out of your dad? Okay, yeah. But <laughs> yeah I try, try, may I try to come with you yet, no? <laughs> not yet, not yet. I do, I do wonder, um, like when you spoke about getting supported by like my mother and certainly my father mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger, the Saturdays, or their Saturdays would have been dictated Aye. by what we did. <laughs> so I just wonder as uh, myself and Ellie, as our kids grow up, where are we going to, uh-huh. are they going to be able where to touch my swimming pool <laughs> or a gymnastics thing or something? As long as they're content, man. If they, if they can be content, then so will we be. Brilliant. They, uh, you've been doing a bit of video content as well, haven't you, with the poetry? So I, I enjoyed your uh, pre-Euros Scotland day. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I must say as well, they, I've enjoyed them. Uh, you, John and Brookie's little uh, uh, Scottish ones as well. It's, it's kind of helped me find a lot of love for the national team uh-huh. again. I think, get, uh, I think that's growing and a lot of folk again now we've got a bit of success. I as think well. so. It helps. Upturning football. <laughs> so I, I hadn't enjoyed watching Scotland for years and mm-hmm. uh, but the Euros got, got buzzing for that. Like, and it was, I was felt like I was a little kid again. And, I, was like, and uh, I mean, fair play to you for sticking by him all those years. I don't know, you must have had some horrendous times. Oh, aye. Kazakhstan uh, away as I was even going to like... Of course, but it, it, makes, <laughs> it makes it so sweet for you now. And, aye, and genuinely, like, people listening to you, your passion and enthusiasm aye. comes across and it's it's nice to hear, man. So enjoy the time. You'll have to join us on one of them some sometime I noticed Daz has became like Daz the biggest has, aye, Daz has joined us uh, on a couple of trips he was out and well, I couldn't go to Moldova so he he became me for that trip ah he's now Mr Scotland uh, like. I think Hamish teen him under his wing like 
Okay, aye, aye. <laughs> nah, nah, good man to have away if you're on a trip for sure. Like. Aye, definitely. Yeah. Right, so you've prepared a, you've called it a best 11-ish with a few uh, a few subs in this of it. Aye, so you've played with. To keep in with uh, what you do with your other guests, yeah, right. it was easy for me just to probably just say the team that I um, won the league with at Avail would have been easy. So it's it's probably um, very similar to that, based Aye. around that. As, as I've heard, some of the other guests have listed the same kind of names mm-hmm. and played with them. But mm-hmm. um, for, uh, yeah, for starting in goals, uh, I'll get in trouble if I don't say that uh, Naram was the greatest indoor fives keeper uh-huh. that the community centre had ever seen. Uh, it was just because he wasn't scared to dive, but um, <laughs> just uh, his height held him back, so when the goals got bigger and he didn't, that was... Uh, Similar story to myself, man. <laughs> I, okay, I, I mean, you still go at it sometimes occasionally. Oh, very occasionally. <laughs> the yeah. old hip doesn't agree anymore, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, when I got older and played at the Vale, like Barry Thompson uh, is my goalkeeper, what a, a professional he was, just cool, he went about the finest detail, everything aye. he applied himself and the way he conducted himself with himself and other people. And a few he, folk have told me to get Barry on actually. Ah, he'll have some nice aye. stories, but just genuinely a nice guy, and aye. I met him on the street when I quite often run in, always shout and we'll go over and have a chat and just a lovely lad and I remember him being so nice to meet at Vale he again would talk me through Aye. talk me through my games which was a massive help helps you as a keeper's talking to you all the time doesn't it something yeah you appreciate and something you remember too like, so uh, that, that would be him in goals uh, the defence um, was a no brainer for um, mm-hmm. it was all would be Nige Hendo and Dippy I mean Aye. I, I grew up and got into the Vale and they were there Nige as I remember as a young lad um, he didn't just talk me through the games I used to get excited after training on Monday because I knew I'd get a lift home in his little painter van uh, and then we would talk about football and life in general and I just I just, just love it like driving home in the pitch black and <laughs> now he's telling me stories um, Hendel brilliant centre half probably old fashioned centre half uh, he don't really go about them he wasn't a ball player but <laughs> he would win the ball ball win, winner a ball winner uh, definitely and did it very very well uh, very reliable Um Dippy, left back, course. Um, couldn't be anyone else that I played with. Unbelievable Aye. player. Um, so easy for him. Just just effortless on the Aye. pitch. He was, he was magic to... Did it for so long as well. ...having your team. I heard him when he was on. Just a little side note from Dippy. I went to New York uh-huh. with Dippy. Okay, uh, well, you tell us about the apple. The, the apple one, yeah. <laughs> that's when I started getting all artistic. <laughs> uh, that, that didn't go too well. But... Uh, I was actually Dippy was the first person I told I was leaving the veil or having our okay. iced bagels at like seven a.m. because ah. Dippy was very regimental with his up early yeah, sight. We're sightseeing at eight till eleven and then we're drinking from <laughs> eleven till midnight. I love it. That's just that's just how we went. But I just remember I still laugh about it now. I remember flying over. And he was sitting next to me and it was that economy seats with the little screens. Oh, aye. And then they had the little control pad and he just like loaded up, uh, hit the first, before we took off, he pressed the games button. <laughs> and then on the screen it just came, uh, loading, please wait. And then that was his screen for the eight hour flight. <laughs> it was loading, please wait. And for the entire flight, he just nudged me the whole way over, way over saying, uh, Matt, this is going to be some game when it loads, like. So, and he, I think he genuinely believed it was, it was coming at some point. And obviously, of course, we got to America, and the game wasn't coming on, and he was starting to get irate. And then when we landed, and he's like, "If this game comes on now, I'm staying on the plane to play it." Like, uh, but now, nah, great, great guy, and uh, 
uh, magic to have in your team, of course. Aye, uh, aye. Spent a lot of time with him coming over from McDuff. And again, I don't see him so much now, but I know if I bump into him, it'd be times time spent together would be great, like for sure. Brilliant. Um, so, I mean, I played right back, so uh, I wouldn't put myself in a team, uh, <laughs> uh, no chance. But I was uh, the guys that I played with at Devon Siders Jr. Um, mm. I don't know if you remember Kenny Benny his son. Aye. He actually played the left back at the time and that bit. Okay, I aye. thought he was a very good player. Um, he was at Dundee, wasn't he, I think? He was a young star, aye. When he was younger. So we were very lucky to have him at the time. He could aye. have probably played higher easily if he aye, wanted okay. at that time. Aye. And then from my later um, time when I went back to the side, I thought Ernie Milne was mm-hmm. a, a brilliant football player. Um, now the manager. Is he manager? Aye, I aye. did see he was manager now. I met his wife, Marie. She came to... Buy a book, dreams okay. can't come. Um, Available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I thought I thought Ernie was brilliant. Um, I just I don't know if he ever got the opportunity or maybe didn't fancy to step into the veil, but he, he could have done uh, that. He no always seems to be the one that folk mention is the one that got away for the veil and never got the chance. I think so. Have, but I think he works hard, welding away, Aye. probably Saturday mornings, and maybe didn't fit in with him. But um, now nah, he could have. I thought he was a very good player. Very good player. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so yeah, moving into midfield. I can't do anything other than um, put Daz in front of me because um, <laughs> well, we were we were the right side of that team. And, uh, playing with your mate, it was just a joy. Uh, still is now, talking of it with him, uh, as we often do. Aye. Reflecting on it fondly. But, I mean, what a guy to play in front of. He gave his all. Mm-hmm. Every game he would constantly track back and help you out. Uh, Quite often causing more trouble, like but it was, nah, <laughs> it was a fiery streak, like with <laughs> you with ten men. But now nah, he was he was so committed, so passionate about it, and it's something he does in his life now. And is genuinely like you see his uh, work for for Oker and the memories, dad, and that, that he's he's with so much. Uh, can you played in some of the games? And I do, I do. I hope I can do some chat with him. Is genuinely inspiring lad them um, to know and and what he does and yeah the father thing but we talk of it often yeah uh, to be honest um it's something we sadly have in common um mm. but we're getting to the stage in our life now we can talk about these things as, as grown up men and yeah. find that it's a good thing to chat to each other and although it's it's a horrendous experience to share it um it helps you grow and uh, work yeah. through these times together but yeah as a football player yeah uh, i was a great player it was great to have in front of you for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the midfield could have really been filled up <laughs> with any of them I played with. The side the junior days, um, the guys I mentioned before, uh, Decky Burnett and Ali Boo were Aye. incredible football players uh, for that junior at the time. You just no one could get the ball off, and they just like, did one twos at a time. It's like it's like just give the ball in the centre mid, and so no, nah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> And obviously, when I went to the Vale, had uh, Chizzo, mm-hmm. Daz Nickel, uh, Robbie Brune. There was a few centre midfielders that came and go, like Ryan Presley, uh, Rusty. All very, very good players. Um, all winners as well. I think I spoke about that Aye. driving teams on. But possibly my favourite midfielder on the other side was Yogi, who just sat huh? in that little pocket. Aye. Aye. Don't know if he gets uh, talked of so much. Um, he seems to be the unit misses. Usually, like from. Folk. Uh, I thought he was. Uh, he used to love watching him. He would, just, he would get a ball, he would never lose it. Uh, he'd never give it away. So consistent and so creative. Like, in, I think he got a bad injury when he about that time, did he? You know? Was that I him? think he played most of the time, when, certainly when I was there. Um, Aye. Yeah, just, I used to just like watching him. If I was over on the other side, 
and the ball was over with him, it, it would be a joy to watch him. Like he'd be just such a good player. Greg usually liked one wide, but it tucked in almost. Did it? It was kind of just one winger almost. I think yeah, he was he was afforded that on that left side dippy, because dippy. he had he had Dippy, <laughs> so he basically was your left back, left midfielder, right. and left your, winger, your winger too. <laughs> So it doesn't say so much on my side. Uh, you uh, needed Daz. Daz, Daz there as well. You needed the pair of us racing around. Uh, no, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, Yogi for sure. Uh, uh, I heard that uh, Daz Nickel was a, a character. He's been he's been recommended to me as well. To, to get on for uh, it? Oh, I'd imagine his anecdotes would um, <laughs> maybe need some extra episodes for him. Like, uh, but no, he's a lovely lad too. Like, oh, oh they were. Uh, aye. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, and then moving, uh, going up front, uh, every time you have a veil mm-hmm. player on, it's the same Aye. two guys you hear. You can't argue with it either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they scored so many goals in that time that we won the league. Um, Great partnership, Mike and Moby. They, they just did this well, they just worked so well together. And it's just like, I had a job if basically, if I wasn't running, I would get a ball and just give it to Mike, to basically. Mike, yeah. I mean, it was easy. Just get it out of my feet and find Mike and he would Aye. always show. And well, Dad says if you gave it to Mike, you can't, the bar was either gone in the net or he would get it back at his feet forever he he ended up at. Aye, before he blasted it into the <laughs> sidelines. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, great, great player, great player. Um, he, he obviously played at a higher level and mm-hmm. everyone you've spoke to um, said Aye. the two of them were just uh, so important. The goals they scored to win us, win us that league at the time, yeah. Aye. Uh, but out, outside of them, we had um, Jamie Watt, uh-huh. who I thought again, somewhat a yogi, um, very, very uh, good player, and great goal scorer. Aye, didn't I get a credit because he was <laughs> in the shadow of that too? Possibly not. He was there um, when I first went, uh, mm-hmm. when I first joined the Vale, he was there. And I was, he was a goal scorer then Aye. when I was there, but yeah, I thought he was a brilliant I don't know if he still plays. He's certainly managing it. Banks of Dean, didn't he? I've seen him. I that guy uh, he still pulls, pulls the hot shirt sure. on. But now he had a wee stint in the goals for a different side. He scored a lot of goals against against us. you. <laughs> I guess you. Uh, yeah, he was always he was always a goal scorer. Like, so uh, I guess you never lose that uh, yeah. if you keep at it. But now very good player. And then the only other striker with them uh, would probably think of would be that wee Bowie, Bowie that I mentioned aye. earlier. For, um, he was at the time when I was a young lad and seeing him playing. Yeah, he was he was just better than the other players around him for aye. a year. Aye. Um, yeah, played with so many nice players and like one's pals through my school years, but mm-hmm. that would be keep it down to like your 11 ish James aye, if you can aye, work aye, away with a couple that. of subbies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fad uh, skipper that side, uh, captains, I would probably easily be Nigel. Nigel, yeah, but we're manager, uh, yeah, we would just put in a maybe didn't see eye to eye. There's no question that Greg and uh, Billy, Aye. they drove that team on and, and did well for us at the time. Uh, I had some good managers in the, the junior days. Um, Jackie Reed, uh-huh. his side, remember? Uh-huh. And, uh, he's far Alfie. And <laughs> had some good coaches as a young lad, but uh, for what they did for the veil at the time, it would have to be them. Aye. Uh, Greg and Billy, for sure. Like. Great stuff. Right, uh, before we we'll get, uh, you've written a song for us tonight, I think. Um, but uh, before we do, I just like do a few quick fire questions just to round it off. That's okay. I'll do my best. Yeah. Okay. One thing you would change about football to improve it? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I would change anything, James. I think Aye. the beauty of football is whatever rule they bring out, it brings about discussion, debate, Aye. and people like chatting just, about it. So it just evolves, doesn't it? I think so. I just let them do what they want to do and. 
People will go wild about it in the pub after. Like fair enough. Uh, who would you like to play you if they made a movie of your life? Uh, uh, purely because we look exactly the same. It would have to be Brad Pitt, but <laughs> specifically his um, physique in a uh, Fight, Fight Club, Club. is unbelievable. <laughs> I quite often uh, try to just the old Google search and just like how how was he looking again? <laughs> and there's a scene in um, I think I went to see Benjamin Button. Oh, aye. Mm-hmm. And he like lives his life in reverse. I That's went right. to see with Ellie, and I just remember there was a cut, and then a new scene came on. And he was riding on a motorbike with a the shades on, his leather jacket, and I was like, I think I gasped. And Ellie was like, "Stunning, stunning, like man. looking in a mirror." Must have went up, man. But yeah, just uh, not necessarily for his acting ability, but uh, uh, it's cliche. But that he's, he's okay. stunning looking man. Just I'd, sitting thinking about him. Yeah, you do the soundtrack. You do the soundtrack. For, for my movie, right. I would just get my brother to make the beats. Uh-huh. I imagine I've got a good pal in Ireland. Uh, Frank comes away in the boat with me. Okay, and uh, he's a very talented musician. I think I've um, seen videos we've done with him, and haven't you? Make tunes with him too. Right. So he's one of those talented lads, sim- similar vein as you, and they can just do mm-hmm. do those things. And yeah, he can write little tunes all the time. So yeah, a soundtrack would be no bother, and it'd be easy to easy. discuss. Yeah. Do your own. Yeah. yeah, oh, you could have a go at it, man. Yeah, life through poetry, life through rhyme. Was there any other club you really wished you could have played for? I never, I never asked you if you grew up supporting for your heroes were in football. I usually can mind for boys at school supported, but I don't mind you ever I, I went, uh, following a specific team. Not, not really, James, to be honest. I mean, Aberdeen, they were the, the close team. I mean, similar to yourself, was supporting your local team and, and Rangers, like, you know. <laughs> But, um, oh, I just went with my dad. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just yeah would have been, but not not like a f- passionate nah, fan or anything. No. Just just because we're local, nah. we'd have um, watched him. I guess at a time, and maybe got a token game with us now and again, just to watch a game of football, basically. But nah, I was never really invested as a as a supporter. I think yeah. to be honest. So we'll go for everybody. If, you, if you're forcing me to say I supported a team, well, no, it was like one other club you really wished you could. Oh, play I for. wish I would play for. Now, I guess growing up playing football at the side of the veil, when I did think of playing football, I was content to Aye. to be at that level. Uh, yeah, so I was I was very happy there, man. Okay, if I, uh, it was the toughest direct opponent you ever came up against on that left wing. That would have been my right midfield partner Daz when he uh-huh. was uh, backtracking and getting in my way he caused, <laughs> he caused the most issues uh, but no I, to be honest James I, I didn't uh, maybe ignorance was you worse, didn't a clue for the bar, did you <laughs> pretty much to be honest man and like they would tell me before the games like you're up against um, these players but uh, if, go for Eddie Arnand then Eddie Arnand I do remember just because of how he spoke at the end of the game like that's why I remember him but, yeah but uh, if you could burn, bottle one moment of your, your football career, what would it be if you, you could really live one moment? Um, one moment? I mean, it's easy to say the league, but I guess um, any time spent on the pitch laughing and joking with your friends is, is the ones that I hold on to. So not specific one moment, but just nah. being in being that good times together. It's uh, something I'll always remember fondly. Okay, last thing on the quick fire. What uh, pro player, past or present, do you think was most like your style, attributes, and personality on the pitch? I would just say Dippy. <laughs> he was like the, I tried to be like him on uh, the right side, and I think he went. Did he go or fourth? Or was he? I think fourth he was at was some that? point. I think you could, pro, so you could claim him. So basically, I tried to be the, the, right the right side of Dippy. Right side of Dippy, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. 
Brilliant. Right, well, you, uh, we're going to play play it with a, a tune. Have you, have you just written this or you had us on the go for a while? Uh, this is a tune. Um, it's been such a difficult time for everyone mm-hmm. this last um, wee while living through it. Um, and it's been hard for people in many ways. Uh, but one of the things that's came out of it, and I've found growing up and spending time with some close friends, is being able to talk about these things um, mm-hmm. with each other and sharing these experiences. So this was a tune that my brother Andy made the beats for mm-hmm. and my friend Ewan sings uh, on the chorus. And it's just to encourage, I guess, mainly lads that talk to each other yeah. and be with each other and uh, share these experiences, reflect on the things you've been through and then grow together. And this is a little tune called uh, Talk. So I hope you enjoy it. Brilliant. And that's vitally important just now more than ever when we're able to I was good and see each other and, and, and meet up in groups and stuff. It's important that people are still talking. I think so, man. It's been at tough times, but the thing I talked of of creating little bits of distraction and mm-hmm. things away from it, things that you enjoy and bring joy to others, like you've done with this podcast as well, man. All these little things help in this thing we call life so yeah keep doing what you do as well man it's an absolute yes, joy nah, I, I enjoy doing it probably I enjoy it more than anybody so no, you, until I don't enjoy it nah you can totally <laughs> tell that James it shines through man and seeing your set up here with your soundproof booth and that it's uh, <laughs> the uh, dog barking uh, in the back yeah. of the, <laughs> 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 the dogs made more appearances than MDLs I think that's sensational uh, man really is and I it's pretty, great to see you smiling and enjoy what you're doing and uh, to be part of that for us tonight it's, it's great for me uh, man so thanks so much I appreciate your time man for, for coming doing I can't have been hounding you for a while so I'll be off your back for a while now no 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 please keep texting man and I'll uh, give you the feedback as I continue uh, to listen to your future ones but thanks that. so much and I uh, wish your good listeners all the best going forward and uh, keep talking people okay thanks for listening folks a very Merry Christmas to each and every one of you this will be the last episode to come out before Christmas uh, but I should be back in between with another release in between the big day and new year so until then bye for now and here's Matty's musical stylings It's not easy, especially today But don't disappear or stay hidden away Don't lock up those words you're too scared or ashamed to say Despite how it may seem, you're not on your own Always remember, you're never really alone So please, don't suffer in silence, go on Pick up the phone
heard people are struggling, dealing with the same things as you. So open up, discuss these thoughts and listen to them too. Lend an ear, lend a shoulder, reach out a supportive hand. Steady each other, stay close, be patient, understand. In the darkest little corner, you can find a light that shines. Dial that number, don't hang up and stay on the line. It's hard, of course it is, but there's still time. We have a choice, so please don't suffer in silence. And please, let them hear your voice. 